This is Above Grade with J.S. Brown and your host, Bryce Jacob. Happy New Year and welcome to Above Grade, where each week we discuss the construction landscape in Central Ohio. This is Bryce Jacob with J.S. Brown and Company with Greg Hansberry. Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year to you too, man. All right, here we are six days in. And I got to ask you, last week we talked about the New Year's resolutions, Uh everyone's intentions are always good, we're kicking off the new year, how you doing? You been on the treadmill? So far so good, I've done the treadmill, I've done it every day, except for Sunday. Except for Sunday. (laughs) Every day except Sunday, so it's like Chick-fil-A, you're You're only open, only treadmilling on Sunday. I think even uh, uh, the most hardcore uh, athletic, uh, you know, weightless lifting enthusiasts take a, a rest day, I think, I don't know. Okay, on a Sunday, sure, why not? Well, how about so, you? Yeah, yeah, you're the one who's supposed to. <laughs> oh, you're deflecting. Yeah, I see. yeah, yeah. Uh, Watches, uh, you know, his my his food, food portions. Yeah. yeah, my portion portion control was uh, was um, my goal for the year, and I can't say it's gone exceptionally well to start the year out, only because the first couple of days uh, a little bit uh, more involved than the first weekend mm-hmm. here. We had, but yeah, a- aiming at um, at taking care of that a little bit better. So okay. Today was a good day. All right. Well, that's good. You know, one day today, at a time. Today, one say. day at a time. That's right. Baby steps. And so today's a great, great day. We great a, way to kick off the year. We, we got a real special, special guest. Special guest. We do have a special guest. Now, uh, folks, we, some time ago, we had your wife on, Mallory. Yep. And yep. so we had her on as a guest while we were at a block party, actually. Yep. And we learned just kids. how smart she really was. And She's she knew, the brains behind this operation. She knew an awful lot about construction. You know, you've been hiding her. And so I figured what I'd do is show my cards. So I have my wife here today, Gina Jacob. Hello, Gina. Well, hello, gentlemen. How are you? <laughs> Doing just dandy. So we're kicking off the new year, and you heard our New Year's resolutions. I don't know if I really shared that with you, but you probably wondered why I was eating like a bird the last few days. Is, it, is he telling the truth? or? Well, hey, I'm easy. not so sure about that. I think... Uh, I know some resolutions start off really, really strong, and then some have to take Build a hold up. a little later. Yeah. I think it's tough to start one that involves eating around the holidays. That's very true. I think you have to start right. way longer. All right, you got my back on that one. Okay. That's good. Okay. So I haven't even asked you, but do you have any resolutions for this year? I think <laughs> Putting you on the mine spot. are more, so I don't have a portion control issue. Um, he, know, he knows that. I'm <laughs> and saying. we don't have a treadmill either. Um, it's more, uh, I think this is the year of like mental and physical health. So okay, it's really yeah. about like the strength of my mind and the strength of my body and just getting, you know, a lot of that back. We just saw Star Wars. So the force has <laughs> awakened the force within is her. with you. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. There's, a, there's an old Jedi in me. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we'll see the old Jedi come out. You never know. Yeah. We're ready for it. So uh, I thought today would be a lot of fun for us to talk a little bit about our perspectives and and different people's perspectives when they go through remodeling as couples and um, how you have to manage through some of that. Because you and I went through it. It's been a while. It has been a while. Gosh, 2006 is when we put an addition on our home. Wow. And we okay. went through, we lived in the home. So I guess let's let's go back. Let's take everybody back for a moment because in... 2003, we moved into the home, right? Is that right? Uh, we did, yeah. yes. Okay. You got to validate some of this stuff because my memory isn't the world's best. But I'm going to go from memory here, so this might be a really short show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we, we bought the house in 2002, and it was a two-bedroom ranch in Worthington and yep. Riverly. And we bought it with the intention of putting an addition on it. Yes. 
we didn't know what the addition was going to look like. We had one child at the time. We had another one that was going to be on the way that we learned about a little later. And then um, we knew that the two bedrooms weren't going to be enough for us to have the children we were going to have plus guests mm-hmm. and ourselves. So the the goal right out of the gate, buying the home, was put an addition on. I think a lot of people do this. They get ahead of themselves because we didn't know what it would cost. Right. We didn't know the size of the addition. We didn't know if we go up or out. We really didn't have, we didn't have plans. You just yeah. like the location that was we, the, Yeah, we did. we did. We absolutely loved the location. We found it walking. Uh, we had, a, our eldest daughter was in a backpack on his back. And nice. We just walked that area a lot and uh, just loved it. And, you know, there was a house that sat on the market for a long time. And finally we just said, hey, let's, let's call the realtor. Let's do something weird yeah. without a representative ourselves and, you know, go take a look at the house. And she was gracious enough to show us the house and we ended up buying it. And, you know, it was, we had no idea what we were getting. We walked past into. it for 10 months. It sat on the market that long. Wow. And it definitely needed a lot of work. It was not the home for everybody. No, our parents thought we were certifiably like crazy. Just to buy it. To buy it. They are just, they kept checking our thinking like, are you sure this is going to be a lot of work? Have you ever seen the movie The Money Pit? You know, the whole nine yards. Well, and then when we started talking about doing the addition on the home, they, it validated their thoughts of us being insane. Well, probably when you said we could definitely live in the basement while, well, you know, we took okay, the roof off the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in the, yeah. That's a different story. This is 03. And yeah. how are you at J.S. Brown at this point? Are you still? No. Or, so yeah. You're still in the industry, but with a different In uh, 2003, when I bought the home, I had my own, um, I had a company called Blue Hill Properties where okay. I was purchasing homes and remodeling them and then selling them. So right. I was flipping, so, okay, basically. So you, you had a basic idea. You weren't going in blind, but at the same time, you know, Fresh, yeah, fresh and I was not I was not at design build, but I, I was in design build when um, I designed it. So I designed okay. the the second story, and we determined that it would make more sense to go up than out because our lot, while it's a it's a triple lot, it's not deep, and so we don't have a lot of yard in right. the whole scheme of things. So um, we thought we would we would change the roof as opposed to the foundation. Sure, and um, we came up with a really nice design that turned it into a five-bedroom, four-bathroom home, uh, four full baths. And, um, you know, we went through the exercise of designing it and said, yep, this would do it long-term. And we had a plan to remodel the kitchen that that was going to be phase two. Uh, we weren't going to do the kitchen, so we were going to have a nice master bath, a nice uh, suite for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Master suite was really a, a nice goal of ours. And we, um, gosh, uh we got the, I did the pricing for it and we both went, Oh <laughs> man, like a lot of people do, you yeah. know, customers do too. And, um, and this is Oh three prices. So I so mean, it was, we, we wouldn't be able to do it. It today. was bad, yeah. but it was pre Katrina where there were, you know, resource, um, issues. And then, you know, as pre depression, you know, the re- or recession depression that happened in Oh eight. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was on the heels of us finishing it. And we were like, oh, gosh, you know, we're in over our head in this house. And that was, you know, our, our folks, I remember them thinking we were loony for even considering it. But at that point, we kind of hit the brakes, right? When we got the numbers and we said, hold we on, before, before we just hit the accelerator and tear through this thing, we, we kind of regrouped. We did. I mean, we did a lot of checking. Like, do we really need this? Do we need to do this now? 
can we rough this in, at least make it part of our master plan? But if we can't, if we can't finance finishing everything we want, then what comes first? And so we, we did spend a lot of time prioritizing what had to be done first. Yeah. And, and so when we, you're right, we did. And we wanted a nice kitchen, but we knew if we did a nice kitchen with the addition that we wouldn't be able to afford to do that. Correct. Um, so we decided we would hold off on the kitchen portion of the project and we'd just kind of grin and bear it through it and do that at a later date. And what we, as we evaluated this together and, you know, there was some give and take that we both had with it. Our family, our friends thought we were, loved the plans, but thought we were bonkers to do it. And that caused us to really evaluate, should we stay or should we go? And that was really when we bought the house, uh, going wasn't an option, but at this point it was one we needed to evaluate. And we, we did, we looked at some homes and we made our list of pros and cons and we listed the things that we really liked, which was the location. We were by the river. We had the market that we could go to, you know, in walking distance, the old Worthington market, especially with little kids and the kids could grow. The schools were, were great. And um, the cons were our lot was a little small. The backyard was. Um, yeah, we had this ones? nice corner lot, but, you know, you kind of go, how much can we really redesign the backyard. And so I I think you probably had a lot of vision, like where are we going to kick the soccer ball around and where are we going to camp out, you know, on a night, you know, and, and, um, you know, just trying to envision how your family is going to enjoy and, and experience all of the milestones, you know, in that house and on that property. And I think at the end of the day, we were like, we'll stair step this, but we we have to be in this location. We just well, can't give yeah. that up. And that's what yeah. I'm seeing. Like, there's a lot of give and takes as you're talking about, and we'll get into that. But the one thing every couple has to decide on is the location. <laughs> I mean, that's not yeah. the, you can't change that. Yeah, you after can't the pick fact. the house up and move it. Yeah. easily. Right. So that was good. That was a good starting <laughs> point. You guys yeah. agreed yeah. on the spot. We did. We did. Yeah. Well, you know, we it took us looking at a couple homes and realizing, oh, they have the space, but it all needs remodeled. And it's not yep. in walking distance to the river. And we're not, we're in the same school district, but we don't have, we're going to have to get in the car to go up to the market. And, you know, all those little things, they, it depends what weight you decide to put on it. Cause not everybody has decided to live by the river and walk sure. the market or else, you know, <laughs> everyone live by the river. Uh, but, you know, we had, we just said those were very important things to us. You know, I envisioned going down to the river and skipping stones with the kids when we just wanted to go take a walk. And we've done that. You know, the kids have grown up skipping stones and checking out river creatures and, you know, chasing deer around in the woods and doing all kinds of neat things. We've had some really good memories there. It made it worthwhile, but you don't know that when you're looking at a crystal ball, you don't see anything. Yeah. So we tried. Yeah. And I, I also think we were, we were also in a place in time in our family where we had two young daughters. We knew we wanted to have more kids, but there were, there's no way we were having another child in, in a two bedroom home we already had bunk beds in a crib in one room. <laughs> it was playroom. It was everything. And so I think kind of my perspective was, um, we better get moving on Necessity, something yeah. because what are we going to do with, with a third kid? Well, yeah, for a short period of time, we had uh, bunk beds in a crib and in the yeah. nursery, if you will. So our oldest daughter and our, our newborn were bunked up 
you know, we were right next door in the other bedroom because it was a, it was a small footprint and there was a basement, but the basement wasn't finished well. I mean, it was scary. And we used to put our guests <laughs> down in the basement. Yeah, no, oh, we, we it's a storage area now, but like position, literally yeah. every grandparent has stayed in that that room and we look back now and we're so embarrassed and like horrified that we had our parents staying down there because at at the time too I'm like holy cow it had to be moldy and cold and but they were coming to see you know six month and two-year-old grandchildren they didn't care you know now I they would definitely care they'd be like sorry (laughs) I think we're gonna B&B uh, you know, yeah, Airbnb but we've changed it. those spaces so much. I mean, there was there's a full bathroom downstairs, which, you know, they they were good sports about it. We're able to use it, but I also think that uh, experience they had, um, like many people, they can't see past it, so they didn't see our new home or what it could be or what it is today. They saw what they had experienced, and I just I remember the feedback. Uh, my mom is so politically, you know, Sue from Toledo, everyone knows her. Um, she's so politically correct about it, how she wants to be supportive. But her face said one thing while her words said another, <laughs> you know, about, oh, you you want to do this? You know, I the way she said it, you're kind of like, oh, gosh, well, she doesn't it, even want to come back to the mentality, too. You, you guys saw the vision and weighed your options and uh, you know everyone's uh, priorities aren't the same. You know, my brother-in-law, God bless him. Uh, walked into our house that we were kind of remodeling and he had a panic attack for us because it it was just so overwhelming for him. It was overwhelming for all of us, but that's just something he wasn't willing to do and that's his priority, you know? Yeah. I could see that for sure. Yeah, people vary in degree of being able to see the vision and the future Mm -hmm. of a space. I mean, I'm not as gifted as Bryce's, certainly, but... You know, I, I have other friends and people I've known over the years where I'm like, they can't see at all. They walk in and say, well, I don't really like the wallpaper. I'm like, oh, wallpaper. That's Come easy. On. Come on. And so it's amazing to me that certainly then they can't see window, you know, new windows or walls, walls that are removed. being yeah. brought down or whatever. And um, I, I guess I'm lucky that I've had, you know, Bryce who he can be the... Um, the test, the litmus test, like, can that, mo- I know that's a, lo- one of these walls is load bearing. How do we figure that out? And, you know, he's, he's been able to tell that. So it's not like we go into it, you know, reckless. But you have to be prepared to make um, decisions on the fly too. In a, in a major remodeling project, there were a couple of things that came up on ours that threw us for a loop. Oh, it changed all of our plans. Yeah. Yeah. The ba- Are you talking about the bathroom? Yeah. Yeah, that our was master a tough bathroom. Day. Yeah, that was a that was a really tough day because as we were getting into the structure and the plumber came out, the plumber said, "I can't get the plumbing upstairs without going through this wall." And we're like, "Then go through the wall." And he said, "But your kitchen cabinets all have to come out for me to get through that wall." Oh man! And we went, "That's not the plan." <laughs> yeah. And he said, "Well, it's it's really the only way I can get plumbing up to the bathroom because of where." the sewer line was and, and the path that he had to take. And he just said, I've, I've got to go through this wall. And the, the way the old cabinets are built, the original 1939 home, they were all one large job built cabinet. And so it isn't like you could unscrew a cabinet from the wall, open it up and boop, run your plumbing. We had to take the wall and the base mm-hmm. cabinets out, which meant the countertops came out. So, so all that of a sudden, was the conversation he's having with me because I'm sitting here going, sure, pop the cabinet out, you know, take it from the left side instead of the right side. I was like, oh, that's no big deal. And then he said, Gina, that entire wall of cabinets is one One piece of cabinetry. 
And I was like, oh. So you're going to lose them all. So we had to lose them all. So then all of a sudden, even though we had decided to forego remodeling the kitchen so that we could put in a really nice master bath, we had to flip the priority and go, we, we have to get cabinets in here at least. And so the master bath got roughed in, but it got put on hold. It had a tub sitting in there for almost eight years (laughs) um, until we could save up again to put it in. We had all our plumbing fixtures. We just, we couldn't afford at that point knowing we now had a kitchen that was not part of our budget. We had to do this kitchen and we, we did it modestly. I mean, we did really nice cabinetry, Mm -hmm. but we went with um, just temporary countertops that and that, <laughs> that laminate was. countertops on top of a beautiful cabinetry. And then I did the backsplash out of broken tiles. I just smashed with a hammer and dishes. We and just did something mugs. really well. Yeah. That was like a and late rocks. night. Didn't we start that yeah. a little late after just a few touch drinks? Of, yeah, you know, eggnog yeah, or something. Yeah. Spiked yeah. eggnog. Yeah, we're like a, he's got like spackle in the workshop, and I'm like, all right, go put it up. Yeah, yeah I just be great. I was just like, yeah, we'll make a mosaic style backsplash, and I put rocks through it, and it was cool. You know, it was, it was, everyone it was came great. over and they're like, oh my god, that's really cool. I had a coffee mug handle stuck out of the oh, side of it. You know, it was just goofy stuff because we knew it was temporary. Sure. And um, and that lived there for three or four years before we put in our we were sleep deprived with like a preschooler and two toddlers in the house. So (laughs) yeah, then that backsplash was born one night. Yes, it was. But the bathroom literally (laughs) was just a storage room for was it eight or ten years? It was more like ten because it wasn't twenty sixteen is when I did it. Then yeah, so it was ten years. It sat there just as a closet, and that was supposed to have been done. But the funny thing is. Our kitchen, the way that we did it and the way that we improved it um, over the, the years um, worked out really well. And then when we did our master bath, we did it with things that were current to today and we did it a little bit differently that made it so much better than it what it would have been, been if yeah. we had done it then. And I, you know, even though it's been three, almost four years that we've done the the master bath every still every and I don't know if you're the same way every single time I walk in that bathroom I just go I love this I bathroom. love it I yeah. love this bath I mean I do you've, it every you've, time you've talked to me a little bit about the uh, the feet warmer you know the the tile warmers right yeah the and, radiant uh, floor and the just, uh, fancy electronic uh, shower the digital thermostatic yeah, yeah. valves and just about that bathroom. yeah and I mean and we're, we're <laughs> we people, did it right I mean we yeah, we, we waited we were patient and that I think that's one of our similarities so if we're talking about like you know when you're remodeling a home you're usually doing it with a with a someone else your couple yeah. and so there are different ideas there are different thresholds for spending there are different artistic expression you know ideas versus being functional and you know you've 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 got to be able to balance that and so i think he and i are, were both almost patient to a fault i would say yeah we are we 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 waited yeah, we are. I mean, we waited a long time to do the master bath because there's there's also, I'm the financial, you know, I, I have a tendency, and we're both this way, but I have a tendency to not want to spend it unless I can just pay cash for something. Mm-hmm. And um, we just weren't in a position to do the bathroom for a while. And, you know, with three kids and all the stuff they're in and their sports and you got to pay through the nose for uniforms. And then every tournament they go to, they need sweatshirts and t-shirts and they need to go to dinner and stay in hotels. And, you know, it's just like, man, these children are like many bathrooms expensive. <laughs> and it just took time. And, but then, you know, when we finally were in a position and, you know, I, 
I'm also fortunate enough to be able to do a lot of the work. So that saves, um, has, has saved us quite a bit. Oh my gosh. But we've, you know, we're a little different in that, you know, as Gina said, when I have a tendency to be more on the design side of saying, Ooh, here's what we should do or here's how we do it. And she, she just says, okay, cool. I trust you. Or like, show me three options. Like I, like I'll get hives if you take me to the big place with like 1400 (laughs) faucets. I'm like, oh gosh, no, I don't, I do not want that. I'm fine pulling pictures out of magazines or on, you know, house or um, any of the websites, but I, I don't want to get in the weeds with the details that will drive me completely bonkers. Yeah. And if, you know, generally when there is a couple there's one that's more in the weeds or wants to be more in the weeds. And the other one is more. That's what I was going to ask you, you know, now both sides of of it. Now you're on this side of it, Bryce. Is it generally better if there's like one point person? Cause I know that's the the problem that my wife and I come across. Like I'll be the point person negotiating the conversation with, uh, you know, the, the handyman. But as soon as he shows up, my wife changes all the plans yeah. and the yeah, decorations yeah. and stuff. And yeah. uh, and I, you know, it's not that I don't mind, but now it, you know, it, it's it's a setback to a degree. What's well, you know, what how is how does that generally the, the that relationship work between you know between the, the 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 couple and now your contractor? You know, you actually ask a question that's one of the best lead-ins I've ever had to the tip of the week. <laughs> that's what I'm here for, Bryce. And it's almost like you read the playbook today. What? So I think we ought to give you, and it's a short, simple tip, tip and then we'll expand on it through conversation. All right, folks, here's your tip of the week. Get your pen and paper ready. It's time for the tip of the week. If you're planning a remodel and your family will be impacted by the change, take time to discuss your thoughts with them and ask their opinion. The best results come from a collaborative effort. Now, let's talk about that more in depth. So, you know, so in your, with a great (laughs) guest, yes, my wife and myself. So with with you um, and your wife, you got to get on the same page somehow. Sure. And that's right, really right, hard, right. you know, and that's one of the things I, I tell people jokingly, but I'm not a marriage counselor. <laughs> so you have to actually be able to talk about these things openly with a level head. And so in your case where you have an idea and then your wife changes it or, or has it, you might just need to take more time saying, what are our goals from mm-hmm. what we're doing here? So we're both on the same and page because yeah. I'm the same way. And Gina's fortunately that way too where I might change something on the fly, especially, uh, you know, in our house structurally. And we're dealing with that right now in the living room. We're both kind of going back and forth with, I put a brick surrounding of our fireplace and finally got the living room almost done. And then the reason I say almost is we're going back and forth. Do we paint the brick that we just put in? And I like the rustic look of the brick. Um, and Gina's leaning toward, let's paint the brick white. Let's brighten the room up. Cause it's, it's not a bright room. Um, and we would like it to be brighter and it's not just a lighting issue. If he keeps talking it through that way, he'll come to the same conclusion mm-hmm. that I do. So I <laughs> yeah. think the external processing here is really is nice. good. This yeah. Is good. Thanks. This is what we should do. Uh, I appreciate it. Well, what I every, this every weekend. couple <laughs> on the podcast to talk th- things through here. You're witnessing it, how, how things happen in my house. And it sounds like I got my way, <laughs> but I didn't, uh, Wow, that's what's been happening to me all these years. <laughs> How'd you do that? <laughs> Magic. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works in most you, families. She makes it think like it's your idea. Yeah. Uh, well, well, I actually made a sample board. You know, I, I put <laughs> oh, brick on a sample okay, board right, and then right. I painted it white and I put it up next to the other brick. And it's even our daughters are, are split. I'm torn yeah, I got it is one, three to two. Yeah. 
<laughs> it is, but it's the <laughs> oldest one. And, and so, you yeah. know, she counts as two maybe, so it's tied. And uh, yeah, because Sydney likes the exposed brick what the way the that it is. What the pets and I, quite frankly, I, I always like seeing painted brick. You know, anytime yeah. I'm I'm somewhere and there's it's a really hot trend, but once you paint it, it's hard to go back. It's, sure. Yeah. You know, and that and that's my only point is we like the the natural tumbled. It's like a smokestack or something like that, and it goes well with our character inside the home because we are a little bit more uh, rustic slash slash industrial in our home, which is different for Worthington. Got a lot of reclaimed wood and uh, some traditional aspects of the home as well. This is the living room, which is the original place we like did all of our living until we put the addition on. And even with that, before the basement was was finished, this is where we do our everyday living. Mm -hmm. It's where the family gathers. It's where people read, watch TV. Like it's it's not like we have multiple family rooms or anything like that. And so I think there's, we feel the weight of you we know, getting get right. this room right. And, and that's our patience yeah. to a fault. Mm-hmm. So I did the brick. It's been the way it is, but the mantle's on there temporarily, the, temporarily, the fireplace's uh, surround is on there just, you know, lightly fastened so I can remove it in anticipation of painting the sure. brick. So Well, and that's the design thing that you could talk all day to a company like J.S. Brown or the designers, but. You, those, that's the thing you guys got to come up with on your own. You know, that's that's your, that's your personal taste that no one can really force your hand. We can give you suggestions all you want. Yeah, a lot of projects. There's um, a big part of someone wants the function, wants it to work well for the family. You know, when you're remodeling a kitchen or a bathroom, there's movement of things. There's uh, very important parts that allow you to function differently or experience your morning and evening differently. Um, in a living room, in our case, it's just aesthetics and how it feels. And so we're both kind of evaluating how we feel with how the finished product will be. The, the layout of the room, we're not changing, really. We might relocate where the TV sits, sure, yeah. but we're really not moving walls and doing anything that sophisticated in this project. So the values of what we're looking at boil down a little differently than they might in other projects where we have to take a wider lens and and tear the kitchen apart you know i did that kitchen design in an afternoon which is weird because <laughs> it was a change order <laughs> right, you know it was one right. of these a kitchen is a change order how weird is that and uh you know so i said holy smokes i've got to get cabinets order i got to do all this because i take so long we're in the middle of this project it's torn apart we're getting ready to do mechanical we're in mechanicals so the electrician's getting ready to come out and i might have an oven or a refrigerator in a different different location now yeah so i had to hammer out a kitchen design and it and it's worked really well for us it's small you know it's always been we don't have a huge kitchen well because the original house the original house is like 1600 square feet so our first floor lives like it's a two-bedroom ranch Yep. Now, people don't know it's a guest room and a study now, but, you know, it's it, it still lives that way. And still, it, it does have limitations, but it's highly functional. And I remember, like, I, I want to know, like, work-wise, getting kind of to the triangle mentality right. of getting to everything. But other than that, I'm like, I'm not going to pick cabinets. You know, he I, I would trust him to do that. And that that's unique for us. Uh, with him in the industry, but it really, for us, boiled down to what color do you want them? Sure. Like, do we want some kind of wood finish or are we doing a painted finish and then 
you know, there's 50 different shades of white and ecru and, you know, and I'm going, oh, yeah. oh my gosh, why are ours, you doing this ours to me? Is the oyster <laughs> shade oh, of white. I'll yeah. make a note of that oyster. <laughs> so we have oyster and we love seafood. So it was very appropriate Ooh. for our kitchen. Yeah, but we've done other projects since then. You know, we opened the kitchen up to a back room. So, you know, it's it's always a work in progress. And that one was one that I just did. It was kind of like Gina, I said, hey, guess what I'm doing? Because the back room fell apart, literally. It rotted. We had this little crazy transition sunroom. It was a flat roof thing, and it had been getting water in it for decades, and we didn't know. Um, and it literally had just rotted out. So I tore it off and then built a big room on the back of the house and just kind of said, guess what I'm doing? And she was like, okay. You know, I opened up to the kitchen. I put a trap door system in. So we've got staircase under the floor that goes to the basement. So it just, you know, that, that project was really an on the fly one too. Had a necessity. You know, crazy old house. So if you, uh, nice. you guys have, you know, been in this home for over 15 years, you knew it was going to be this, um, you know, your uh, grow old and what do they call it? Your life, your long term. It's aged us. Your, your long term sure. home. At what point do you start making decisions on? Um, all right, this is going to save us money in the long run, and uh, is this going to help the value of our home? Mm. Where does that come into play with some of this? Yeah, you know, we we have some issues with the house that we're evaluating some of that even now. You know, the 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 old home was a boiler heated home. That had a for uh, you know system just for cooling the house, an air conditioning system for the home, a forced air system, and then when we added the second floor, we didn't continue the boiler with radiators throughout the house. We went with the forced air system, and so the house heats really unusually. It does. You got a moist heat downstairs, and you got a dry heat upstairs, and the air doesn't feel as warm upstairs. It's ironic because heat rises, but our upstairs is cooler than our our first floor. In the summer, it's awesome. The house is very yeah. comfortable. In the winter, it isn't the most comfortable home. So some things that we're, we would look at are just the windows. You know, there are some older windows on the first floor. The second floor windows are the new windows. Mm-hmm. Um, the old house didn't have proper insulation in it, so we've got insulation. There's some siding things that we would like to do. Uh, the siding probably enhances the value and helps our insulating value once we would open up the house. But those are expenses right now that, you know, they're, they're just not, they're not immediate for us. I mean, we they're are the patient, but they're the less gratifying, they're right? Less like, yeah, yeah, they are. You know, they certainly are. It's hard. I, I remember when we had to, we, you had to bring a concrete company in to lay a new yeah, foundation slab. in our basement or slab in slab, the basement. Yeah. And, and I remember thinking... Well, there goes my patio. Like, okay, <laughs> yeah. the concrete guy is here, but he just put a patio in our basement. Yeah, I but mean, who would who would have known? We had all we had damage that we didn't even realize mm. just because of the age of the house and the way it was built. But yeah, I think at this point, there's there's. I, I mean, I think it's it's interesting. Like, we look to the outside of the house now. Like, uh, we've spent all this time and energy and funding to update the inside of the house. That I I think we feel a little. Um, shoeless when it comes to the to the exterior of the home because it's just not an area where we focus on and and it's expensive you know i mean to reside an entire house and what we would want to do with it we'd like to have a a stone um we have some stone on the front of the home and do a more maintenance-free siding um it just and a patio. It, you know, I mean, yeah, we and talk a patio about... it's true yeah we have one we have a patio but it's an old concrete poured patio that we have a fire pit on it, so it's worked for years. 
Um, and when we, you know, we look at pricing those things out and we just go, golly, Jeez, well, that was I mean, just FYI, everybody does this. I mean, uh, when Bryce said his, his Christmas wish, uh, we were talking about on our Christmas episode a few yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, he, he said was he, a patio. Wished, he was saying it would bring a patio down the uh, chimney. Well, you're like, <laughs> you know what? That would be. I I would take it in a heartbeat because it's like all this time rearing kids in our home. You know, from elementary through high school age now. Now, when you look forward to your life, you're looking at hosting graduation parties. Mm-hmm. Um, engagement parties. You oh, know, God, don't I say know. that. Yeah. Jeez, but when I see life and I look 10 years out, I go, ooh, there's some outdoor events I would love to host with a very, very different sure. outdoor function. Well, and that was going to be the next question, you know, and, and maybe I'll have to play marriage counselor here. <laughs> but you're getting to the point where you're starting, you might, you're going to be empty nesters within four Four or five years here. Oh, don't rush that. No. Six. We, we Six. Still, yes. Okay. Yeah. So, we have a seventh uh, you know, goodness. so now you got this home that you've invested 20 plus years of your life and all this money. At what point do you say, all right, let's, you know, do we need all this anymore? Right. Yeah. Wait, and I so, think, hey, hmm. Go well, ahead. our youngest, um, she's a seventh grader and she hasn't made a sign anything yet, but she literally pictures herself living in this house forever. Sure. And so there's nothing wrong with that either, too. It, yeah, a lot of families do that. And she just so I don't I don't know. I mean, we definitely she can't have, afford it. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not nope. the, even the taxes. Um. Uh-uh. So yeah, I think that you know it's a it's a it's a beautiful mindset. It warms my heart that she lives somewhere that she feels so comfortable and she feels so at home. Um. But you know who who knows we, we haven't gotten to that point yet. I don't even think that conversation is like well, it's on it's the radar. cute, you know, that they love the home. I'm glad we, they do because we've worked very hard to personalize it. You know, and that's one of the things that's exciting about remodeling when you buy a home is you put your personal touch on it. And there's a just like I said with the bathroom, mm-hmm. the bathroom is is wonderful not just because of how it looks, but because of how we got there and all the things that I think about that we went through to be able to have that bathroom be the way that it is. It's, it's exciting. And so there's a whole different attachment you have that's emotionally mm-hmm. it's attaching you to a space that you put your <laughs> thought your into. It's your emotional space. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. it, 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 our whole home is for that matter. And, you know, we, where the, the economy for uh, home sellers is so wonderful right now that you know, we've been approached by, a realtor who has encouraged us to consider selling it. And when we found out what we could sell the home for, it all of a sudden makes our parents and friends that said we are fools for doing this look stupid. Look who's laughing now. Uh, it's true. It's, I, mean, I mean, it's ridiculous what the prospect that we could sell our home for um, is surprising. And uh, in that, that little carrot that's out there has had us go, oh, man, we could – sell this, buy a different home and be able to sock some money away and be able to make sure we help our kids through college and put some more money away for retirement and maybe accelerate that plan some just out of house. Mm-hmm. You know, the power of what the the home has been able to do for us is um, exciting. And it's, you know, the location is definitely the forerunner. But when that realtor came through our house, she was just blown away by the finish work. And the creativity and just the detail orientedness. So I think that, you know, people, when you, when you walk into a home, you can feel it. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I truly believe you feel kind of a vibe in the house. And when you walk into our house, I, I know it feels homey. Mm -hmm. It feels like 
where you belong. And I think that's hard to put a, a price tag on compared to some of the places, you know, that we visited in their homes. And I feel like sometimes I walk in and just everything is so cookie cutter mm-hmm. or something. There's big open so spaces, which box. is great, but it's not homey. Sure. So, it, it you know, you have to have a buyer who wants that, you know, and wants that feel. And, uh, you and know, then, wants a tiny backyard. <laughs> and a tiny backyard. Yeah, you don't but, have to mow as much. You know, my perspective, <laughs> true. too, is a little different because I see project after project after project. Not only of what he designs, but colleagues and, you know, just in the industry. And I'm blown away by the creativity and, the, mm-hmm. you know, and the the ability to really listen to the needs of a family and overwhelm the family with this is how we're going to do this, you know, and, and not just one way, but here's three ways to pick from, you know, to get this done and, you know, get you functioning the way that you need to. Cause I, I then see those, you know, after pictures and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. That house is gorgeous. Yeah. There's some um, neat stuff out there. Well, and you know, as, as folks go through this, you know, there, there are the priorities that they need to lay out together. And you know, that, that takes us to what we were really chatting about earlier um, <laughs> is the stuff you didn't agree on <laughs> well i mean th- there is some of that but i think you have to go into it knowing that this is a, it's a challenging journey not just the construction but the decisions that you have to make and jointly make and in some cases people get paralyzed because they're not on the same page and they just don't do a project and maybe that's better for some that they don't as well because if you can't uh, agree uh, and you don't have to agree on everything but if you can't find a way to kind of compromise through what's going on or to your point where you said, you just trust that I'll make the right decision and it's worked out. Um, and there are areas where I feel the same the same way with those things. There's function or you say, well, I've got to have this. And so we make it work. And um, uh, it, it's already hard enough, you know, and so for, for people to, to overthink it or overcomplicate it or to not get along through the process or argue or you know, we find that there are, uh, there's always a couple, uh, one of the members of the couples understands why they need to do, or feels that it's a need. The other one might feel it's a want. And th- that can be, you know, sure. a big difference. Oh, yeah, I've struggled because at the end of the family. day, it is truly a want, but you could look at it and say, in our case, we needed more room. There, there wasn't a choice. If we were going to have three kids and we were going to have family come, we needed more room if we were going to stay in that house. And so while we wanted it, it was an absolute need as well. And so identifying some of the things together, I know a want that came up that we did not need that was an on the fly thing is when we were driving in the car and you picked, you were reading the magazine. You remember this? <laughs> remember where I'm going? Yep. <laughs> we are. Yep. We we're heading on our family vacation and I'm still buried in all these house decorating design magazines and I'm sitting in the front seat. And what I say, you're like, oh, wow, your mom has a central vac system, doesn't she? I said, yeah, she does. Why? I said, well, this there's an article here about putting a central vac system in your home that you can do it in a remodel as long as the walls are open. And, and I it's said, a really cost effective yeah. time sure, to do it since everything. Yeah. Right. And she said, it's about $1,800 to put one in. And I said, $1,800? Is that it? You know, is that because everything that we were looking at was $2,500, you know, $3,000. So when she said something that was under two thousand dollars, I went, "Oh, that's nothing," you know, which is it's still a lot. But you know, when when you said it at the time, I said, "Shoot, we should call as soon as we get back because the walls are open." Yeah. 
And sure enough, so this was great because Gina called and she called me at work and she said, I just had um, Bethel Road Sweepers is who it was oh, at the yeah. time. And I don't think they're, they're around they're anymore. Not. We probably uh, put them out of business. No, you and, didn't. <laughs> they're such a sweet. But then it came back and it was $1,600. So it was less than what it said in the magazine. And I went, oh my gosh, great. We saved $200. Well, then we had those toe kick dust pans put in for $100 each. And uh, we added two of those for 200 So we were right at 1800 and there we had go. it put in our home. And it was a great, that was a great decision. Because you couldn't go back and do it for that cost. No. And we have used that central vac. And it was great because you were doing some selling in the car. I, I, I hate carrying that vacuum. I'm going to hate carrying a vacuum cleaner up and down the stairs. It's going to kill me. I'm going to slip oh on the gosh, stairs. Oh, my gosh, no. Yeah, yes, you did. No. You were very dramatic Actually, it. it was, I okay, I was financially thinking about, I don't want to pay for two vacuum cleaners and put one upstairs, one downstairs. And he it's also knows right there. they were going to be go. Dyson's, yeah. <laughs> and he knew I had a little bit of a vacuum cleaner addiction, so like QVC yeah. or online, like I'm just like, That's oh, great that totally new vacuum. <laughs> it would show up at our house in like three days. He's like, why do we have another like, what vacuum? Is, what is this called? The shark? What, so you why do we have you that? made me a deal. I mean, you said we can do it, but no more. But vacuums. no more rogue vacuum cleaners. That's true. I did. Cause yeah, we did. We had a little museum of vacuum cleaners, um, <laughs> coming together. And is it still functioning? Yeah, you, you, you oh, yeah. oh yeah. We yeah, use it all so the time. Yes. Yeah, Our daughters really use the central vac system we put them to work very, and very well. Yeah, yeah, that's great. No, they, that's how they get you. I, I, um, the block windows when I had to get a block window filled in the basement when we were doing ours and he said, well, you know, while we're out here, I can do that one and that one for, you know, Barely nothing. Just yeah. for, you know, for, we'll a throw it in. for a couple hundred <laughs> yep. more dollars more, we'll do it's all this. Get you. So yeah, you yep. know, while they're out there and everything's opened up. Oh that's, yeah. That's where it starts adding up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's fun. It's always fun. And for all of you out there that 2020 is the year you're going to remodel, just kind of keep this podcast in your back pocket. Think about the decisions you need to make. Get on the same page. Talk together. Get your feelings out. Talk about what's important and, and really you know, go through it. And a good remodeler is going to help you think through a lot of those things, ask questions, and they're going to be open to your questions too, and try to help bring you, bring you together on some of this. That's what I was going to say. Bring in a pro to help you because sometimes you don't even know the questions that you should be thinking about until someone helps you along the way. A a really good remodeler or designer isn't going to try to sell you a remodeling project. They're going to really try to solve what's hanging out there in front of you that both of you are trying to accomplish. And hopefully come up with a good solution that really meets both of your needs or all of your needs as a family. Um, and, and literally it'll change your life. I mean, it's, it has, I mean, it's been the best thing that we ever did, um, as a financial investment. I can't imagine doing anything that would have made more sense, um, in our life. And we wouldn't have at the time, it doesn't feel that way because you're, you're putting all this money out, but you know, here we are, how many years has it been? 15 yeah, or, or 14, 15, somewhere in that area. Years ago, we did this darn thing. And to look back, I'd do it all over again. You know, I don't I think agree. that, I don't think there's much I would change, maybe more insulation. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so, but other than that, you know, that's about it. Do it, do it again because it's been worth it. So, words to live by, way to kick off 2020. I like it. Thanks for joining me. This was fun to have hey, you on the show. Hey, thanks for having me. This was fun. Yep. Was very Next thing you know, way. we'll yeah. be turning the show over to her and it will look like my idea. <laughs> 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 thanks, everybody, for tuning in to another great episode of Above Grade. Uh, we hope you do this all the time. If you found us, you know how to find us. So, do it again and keep listening. 
Uh, hopefully you've been listening to our previous shows as we requested you to do. Keep doing that. Let us know how you think. You can shoot us an email. If there's something you want to hear about in 2020 you haven't heard yet or you need to hear again, go to abovegrade at jsbrowncompany.com and shoot us an email. We'd love for you to do that. Check us out on iTunes or anywhere that you download podcasts or go to jsbrowncompany.com and check us out. Thanks again, Gina, for being here. Greg, uh, looking forward to a great year here. Rock and roll. All of you, thanks for joining us. Again, this is Bryce Jacob with JS Brown and Company and wishing you a great week to build from. Above Grade is a Columbus Radio Group production and produced by me, Greg Hansberry.